When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Marketing geeks, come on, bring your friends. We'll learn marketing from distant lands. On the surgeon and Justin Womack, the fun will never end. It's marketing geeks. Marketing geeks. Happy 100, Mr. Womack. Happy centennial to you. So uh, for those of you who are just tuning in, our seven listeners, this is our 100th episode. We did it. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the bicentennial version of the Marketing Geeks. Marketing Geeks. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. All right, all right. 100. The big 100. The Franklin, right? Listeners. Uh, yeah, that's right. And, uh, and uh, I'm here with uh, my lovely wife, Iris, who is one of our seven listeners. Hi, everybody. And uh, she helps keep the show together. Uh, and in this particular episode, man, so here we are in the, we are smack dab in the middle of Corona land uh, as uh, we are in the, uh, in the apocalypse. We are, as, we're in the midst of the apocalypse, kind of living, it's, it's almost like we're halfway between the post-apocalyptic world and the current is still happening though, too. So that's right. That's right. In, in the, in the film version of marketing geeks right now, this is, uh, uh, this is where the TV goes to a, a tone and we look at each other and we go, there is no help coming. What do we do? Who are we going to market to? And, and, we, uh, and then we kick in act three. <laughs> yeah, and that's when uh, typically in the, this is when they get the the shotguns and they go out on the road. But instead, we're going to get our laptops and we're going to uh, help people with their marketing. That's uh, you know because even in the zombie apocalypse, man, you got to market. Well, I got to tell you that in this weird situation, I think the only real opportunity for most people is to just go out and produce content and honestly just give value. It's, it's just yeah. give like that's your best bet right now is to just give. And I'm seeing even top marketers right now are just giving their best. I mean, they're, they're giving like $300 programs away for free right now. I'm seeing that that's something that's happening because they understand what they understand that in the long run, that's what people are going to remember. Which brings up an interesting point. What are we going to give away, man? Yeah. I'm glad you asked. Well, um, what are we, I, what, are, what are we best at? You know, a long time ago, what did we start with? It's really the question. So I we mean, you, started with, and we, the, the, the thing that you and I did most together is our LinkedIn mastery course, which seems to have the most amount of draw. In fact, our, I think our LinkedIn episode was one of our best listened to, right? Yeah. And that was BMG before marketing geeks that we did this. We were, we were giving talks together. We were doing this BMG. 
Yeah, BMG, old school, <laughs> old school. Uh, so, so uh, what the just to just to sum up the LinkedIn Mastery Course, what what it, the whole idea is is that uh, everybody has one state of mastery. Like you are a master at one thing, and your LinkedIn profile sums up your state of mastery. Right. So the LinkedIn mastery course, what it does is it allows you to to we, we were teaching people how to make their LinkedIn profile to get uh, noticed, to get jobs, uh, to make it SEO compliant, to really boost up your skill set. So you look more desirable, especially because everybody knows that uh, resume is really French for bullshit. <laughs> so uh and we, we broke it into two parts because it was like, as an entrepreneur, your profile is very different than as an employee. And we have a mix of people that would come see us speak. So it, some people wanted the employee side. And that's like, Andros is the best interviewer on the planet. I mean, I, I, he, he, knows how to, he knows how to land interviews. And this guy, this guy is brilliant. I don't know how he is as an employee, but as an interviewer, man. Oh yeah, no, good. I'm terrible. <laughs> but uh, uh, you know, and considering that I'm my own boss and my own employee, uh, <laughs> I have to, I you know, and and uh, and because Iris is uh, an HR professional by trade, uh, there are many times she needs to call me into the office to have uh, talks with HR. But I honestly, but I, I mean this though. I've never seen somebody that like if if you were in a situation where you were unemployed, like you would have probably five interviews lined up like within a week. I don't this even is care. true. Yeah. I mean, it's this like, no, no, no. You, I mean, you are very good at that. That is a skill that you are very good at. Yes. That, that is that now, now I'm, 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 I'm saying this completely without ego. I, I'm not good at a lot of goddamn things, but, uh, but, but interviewing, getting interviews, uh, doing that is, is definitely a skill that I have. And because uh, just today, there uh, the report came out that there are more unemployed people in the United States than ever before in the history of uh, the country, basically. Uh, people are going to be needing jobs. They're going to be needing to uh, really take their LinkedIn profile seriously. They're going to be really needing to uh, go on interviews, do it well, make those connections. This is something I know how to do, and and this is something I really want to teach people. And so the first step in that is is revamping your LinkedIn profile. So what we are going to do is we are bringing back out of the closet. We're going to dust it off, <laughs> revamp it, and uh, we're going to have for free the LinkedIn Mastery Course, uh, kind of the, the main thing that we were teaching, which is the, the profile edition where we teach people how to really make your profile sparkle and how to connect with people uh, using LinkedIn. It's, it's the best tool you have. And it's, it's the thing that I would love to give away to people right now, especially uh, during this time. And well, you'll be probably focusing more on the, on the applicant side. I will be teaching some things about the entrepreneur side, because if you're an entrepreneur, you're a business owner, your profile looks very different. Like I was saying earlier, I was kind of hinting at because Instead of me qualifying myself to a potential hirer or hiring manager, I'm now qualifying myself to customers. And so I need to write to the customer instead of writing to the hiring manager. And right. so as an entrepreneur, one of the big mistakes that people make is they leave their, uh, they leave their job application on there after they transition to entrepreneurship. And that doesn't fly in, the, in terms of being an entrepreneur on LinkedIn Mm -hmm. Um, so that's one of the things that I like to talk about, which will also be in that profile course. 
Yeah, and then what do you do if you have like uh, a lot of jobs that don't relate to what you want to do now? Uh, you know, how do you how do you turn that around so you don't have kind of a gap and and you can move that towards uh, towards something that that is useful for for you know prospective employees, prospective people that want to hire you, and especially because you know as as we've talked about on the show. If anybody Googles your name, your LinkedIn profile is the first thing that pops up, right? So it's really the first impression that people have. It's top three you. for sure. It's pretty. It's, yeah. it's almost guaranteed to be top three. As long as you have a LinkedIn profile and somebody Googles your name, it's, it's almost certainly going to be top three, especially if you have a profile that's optimized like we're going to teach you. Unless it's a long term, ter- long tail keyword like Andro Sturgeon plus something else like Magnificent Penis. Then, or if your name is Bob Smith. Then you're yeah. Rude, you're then, fucked. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's true. It's well, true. actually, no, Bob, you're not. You're not. But you just need you need us because you're gonna you have you have a you have an uphill battle, Bob Smith. You got an uphill uh, battle. That's all. So, <laughs> so, so, uh, how do you how do you get around all this stuff? But anyway, the the short version is is that we we feel that that we want to help people out during this time, uh, and because we have learned so much uh, through the marketing geeks uh, podcast. Or so I mean, I've learned so much. This has been like school for me. So I, I want to, I just want to, um, uh, touch base because I, I will, we'll, we'll talk about that again at the end of this particular episode, uh, the LinkedIn mastery course, cause we have a, a special thing. We, we're going to give this away. We'll, we'll give you all the information at the end of the episode. Uh, this is what, uh, uh, Justin refers to as the open loop where we plant something now and we will call back to it later. Uh, but, uh, but it, you know, we, we are going to help people out with that more information on that later. Justin, uh, tell me, what have you learned? Give me some of the things that you've taken away from doing this podcast. It's been, it's been a journey, man. Um, I mean, first of all, just the art of podcasting has been an evolution from the start. I mean, if you listen back to our first episode, um, we used to wing it, and now we're obviously very polished, and we spend hours and hours prepping each and every episode. I'm kidding. <laughs> but we, but we, are, uh, we have more of a, a flow. We've kind of identified things that work. Um, you know, we've gotten feedback from the fans over time. We've improved the audio quality. It's still, it's still a work in progress. Uh, yeah. we'll, we'll continue to, we'll continue to evolve that. But the, uh, but things like the intro music, like we had, we had long intro music in the beginning. We get feedback from fans like that's too fucking long. And it was people, pretty long. people were passionate about that. Um, we- yeah, <laughs> actually, I, I want to take it back even a step further because uh, we, we've, we have talked about it, but I just want to touch on it again. We, and this was a huge lesson for me personally, uh, Justin was helping someone out with his podcast and he just, he, you know, we, we've been pretty close friends for a couple of years now. And, uh, but we don't get to see each other because obviously I live in a different country, but, uh, when, when he was helping uh, a client of his, he, he then said, Hey, I'm learning about this podcast thing. Do you want to do a podcast? And we kind of fooled around with like doing some YouTube stuff uh, back in the early days when we were just goofing around, <laughs> but uh, it's terrible. Well, let's, let's get now. a link to that Taco Bell video. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Check the show notes for the Taco Bell video. It's our review of what were they like flaming hot tacos or something? That was, that was us. Literally. We were at a point where neither one of us had clients. Neither one of us had money. We had just enough money for, Taco Bell. So we decided, you know what, instead of like just being in misery about not having money and, and just having enough for Taco Bell, let's just do a Taco Bell review. And it's a terrible video, but it was, it's pretty high production value though. Yeah. Well, but, but, but this is, this is the point is that, is that we, you and I, and this is the one thing I've really appreciated about our friendship is that uh, you and I are, are the kind of guys that just be like, 
well, let's just go for it and see what happens. So it wasn't like we had any plan with Marketing Geeks. It was more like, hey, you want to do a podcast? Sure, let's do it and see what happens. And it, it ended up we, through the years, we people ended up actually liking the show, which kind of surprises me because I don't like the show. <laughs> uh, no, I love the show. I mean, I, no, really, I, I, I think that this is, this is one of the funnest things I, I've done. And, it, uh, and at first it was just you and I kind of riffing. We had a different uh, host for, uh, uh, for first, initially. Like four episodes, five episodes, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and that that's that has a whole story behind it. If anybody wants to know, I'll t- uh, you know maybe I'll visit that someday. But uh, uh, we had a host, and and not too many people liked her, and uh, so <laughs> she, she had to go. Uh, but uh, but overall, the, the 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 whole thing about just going for it and just revising as you went, not waiting till it was perfect. That's that was such a huge lesson for me. That, and that I think like to that to that point. Um, I guess this is credited to Richard Branson. I don't know if that's true or not, but that's what I've heard most recently is the idea that you want to just take fast action and figure it out as you go. So yeah. it's, it's, it's about just take action or say, yeah, I think I should the quote, I think is say yes and then figure it out. So if you don't know how to do something, say yes and figure it out. And that's, that's what I, my experience has been in everything is dive in because yeah. you'll never be ready. Like, and the same thing goes for parenting. The same thing goes for business. Like yeah. you're never going to, I don't care how many courses you take. I don't care how many seminars you attend. You're never going to feel ready until you actually go in there and do it. And the, the reality is even when I'm as an employee or as a um, sales professional, as an entrepreneur, every role I've ever had, I've always been uncomfortable in the beginning. And then working through that uncomfort, eventually I found myself into a, into a place of more equilibrium or a new, a new, a new level of uncomfort. I have to find new areas of discomfort and continue to grow. I mean, the reality is you grow through discomfort. And if you're not putting yourself in those situations, you're not growing. Yeah. And this is, you know, to anyone listening who's now suddenly out of a job or suddenly out of uh, uh, clients, uh, one of the things that that Justin and I, I think you and I connect on, on this, on this really kind of mental level is that we approach life kind of the same way, which is if a client ever comes to us and says, hey, uh, do you guys know about this? The answer is always yes. Yes, we do. And we'll even give you a discount. And the reason why we're giving you a discount, because I don't know fuck all about this shit. And I'm going to figure it out. But by God, I'm going to do it. And, uh, you know, I may not, I may end up doing a job that isn't great. I will do my best. uh, But I will learn that particular skill and know whether or not I need to hire somebody for that next time or whether or not it's, uh, you know, it's, it's how I learned web development. It's how I learned like all the skills that I have is because basically I said, I don't know this, but I'll do it for you. Well, what's it, what I, what I find interesting is like every year I like think about myself and I I think about myself like three years prior and it's like the current version of me, have I improved? Am I different? And, And my answer for the last like five years in a row has been like, I'm like on a completely different level than I was the year before. Yeah. And, and that's, that's kind of how I have to continue to evolve because like in 2016, I remember like thinking this to myself about like, you know, I, I thought I was pretty good at a lot of this internet marketing stuff. And now I look back at like that version of myself and I'm like, wow, I really had a lot of work to do because I'm yeah. like, after, after being in business for myself now for, um, for going on for finishing up, finishing up year four, going into year five on my own company anyway, it's like, it's just incredible, like how deep some of these subjects go. And I just hadn't, I'd never taken it to that level of depth. Um, but I mean, at this point, because of the podcast too, this also helps because we're, we're forced to kind of learn constantly 
and I'm mm. naturally a lifelong learner anyway. Like, Andres probably knows, but I, I've I've kept going to college. Like, I graduated in 2005 from University of Santa Barbara, California, uh, California, Santa Barbara, and I, I've been going to like city colleges and just taking courses for what I call fun um, ever since. And I, I have hundreds, uh, like I think around like 300 plus units completed, and I could probably have like 30 associate's degrees if I wanted to go claim them. But <laughs> I just, I mean, I, I just kind of a weird. I'm kind of weird that way. Like some people have their things. I like to learn. I like the and I, I enjoy the school environment. It forces me to actually do this, do the work. Um, audiobooks, like I'm I'm just kind of a lifelong learner. And I think yeah, most entrepreneurs that have success are kind of adopt that curiosity and that kind of mindset. Yeah, and it doesn't it doesn't necessarily have to be like marketing related. Like I'm the same way right Not now. At all. I, no, no, no. Yeah. I'm I'm learning uh I'm learning guitar and ukulele. And uh, I'm terrible at them, you know, but uh, but I, I won't be forever. And uh, uh, but but the point the point is, and you bring up a really interesting point, which is, you know, to be valuable in this job market. Right. It's not just being like, oh, I'm an SEO guy or, oh, I'm a you know, I'm a, an, an email marketer. You, you've got to have a lot of crossover. The thing that makes you and I so employable is that by hiring either one of us, it's replacing like three or four people, right? Because you hire, you know, you hire Justin, like Justin, honestly, and I, I mean this sincerely, one of the best copywriters ever. I mean, the guy writes copy, like it's unbelievable how good you are. And, and, uh, but also it's like, you understand, you know, podcasting, copywriting, email marketing, uh, you know, uh, doing uh, uh, visual ads, doing Facebook advertising. Uh, so if if someone hires you, they're getting three or four people's worth of of talent in one person, for, for uh, better or worse. Because, for better or worse. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. But uh, I mean, what I mean by that, what I mean by that is like this this idea of like you're trying, you're describing. I've heard it called like full stack marketer because I do have. I, I may. I mean, I could do Facebook ads. I could do copywriting. I could do email marketing. I can run Infusionsoft. I can. I have. I wear a lot of hats. I can run. I can do the back end of WordPress. Um, but then I also talked to, you know, even on this show, I talked to a lot of entrepreneurs and they're like, I'm good at one thing. I'm good at right. one thing, but I'm really good at that one thing. And I make a lot of money. So, so one of my, one of my, uh, challenges is that I've been a guy that's like Jack of all trades, um, trying, you know, and, and now I'm trying to narrow my focus a little bit. I think it's important though, to know a little bit about everything, but really you have to know a lot about one thing, at least to make a lot of money in this world. Um, yeah. and, and that's what I've kind of learned over time. Um, but again, I know I know a fair amount. So I know I, not just a little, but I know a fair amount about a lot of things. I wouldn't say I'm an expert at um, a, a, a ton of things, but I. Um, but it's been that's one of my learning experiences. How can I narrow my focus? And that's like that's one of the things that I'm working on right now. Yeah, and that's that. That's if you want to go for the uh, for the for the for the bigger money, um, uh, you know, to. Uh, to, to get like a lot more, uh, like it run, really run the empire, uh, but a little harder to do, obviously. However, you know, having all these, having all these skills is, uh, is handy because you can, you can do things like if you work with say a digital agency, you could be more precise about what you want. So if you say, Hey, I'm, I want to run a campaign. These are my targets. This is what I want to do. Uh, these are the analytics I've run so far. You can hand over the, the 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 bulk of the work to an agency or to other people, but then it allows you the ability to look it over and go, okay, this is working. Cut these ad groups. 
focus on this demographic and and it gives you a lot more authority moving forward with that stuff. So that's why you know again one of the one of the things that I think that a lot of people need to look at especially in this climate now when when people are like losing jobs left and right trying to figure out what to do really just learning is is key at this point. Yeah, I, I think whether you dive into something like lynda.com, LinkedIn Learning, um, or you, you know, the digital marketer, the company right now, if you happen to be listening to this as we're recording, it, it's April 2nd. I believe this is still valid. They're giving out their $300 a month. I think it's $300 a month. I'm not exactly sure what they charge. It might be 200, but it's called Lab Plus. And they have courses um, for free right now that they normally charge uh, quite a bit of money for. Uh, in copywriting, email marketing, um, like pretty much any like segment of digital marketing, you can go in there and take the. What is that? It's called uh, it's called Digital Marketer Lab. Oh, so, did you? I, yeah, yeah. I, was, I, was, I actually wanted to tell our uh, uh, our our listeners about so that. That's the company that runs the event traffic and conversions that have attended the last couple of years. Um, that's like Ryan Dice, Roland Frazier, some of these uh, bigger name marketers that. Um, are, are pretty well known in the, in the, at least in the industry. And they, I mean, so that's one of the things that they're adopting is they, because again, they're smart. They understand, like, they understand that this is not the time to double down on sales, but it is the time to double down on um, content and brand awareness and potentially not, potentially it's, it's the time to double down on advertising. But I, to me and my, my philosophy, and I know that uh, people are still spending money uh, and I see this, they are still spending money. So it's not, it's not a full, shutdown or anything but uh, to me my focus is content like what can i do to, or or focus on writing a book or, or like you know laying the groundwork for future success right now yeah yeah and it looks like they did they did end the uh, free trial they still have it for 14 days so uh you know go in there but also uh google has you can get google certified for free there's uh uh, you know, lynda.com has, you know, that's worth it. I mean, I always say pay for LinkedIn, even if it's the, the smallest version of it. Uh, but we'll get into that. But yeah, I mean, it, just, just keep learning, keep increasing your skill set because it really comes down to, you know, if somebody, if somebody says like, uh, to me, like, why, you know, why should you work here? Or why should we give you this job? Then it's easy to explain like, well, I can make your, your content, I can make it in a certain way that gets certain views, I know how to like, position it on YouTube, I know how to like, position it on your web page, I knew how to do all these things, instead of just kind of being well, just Facebook marketing, you know, you, you got to know, you got to have several different skill sets. And I think that that having crossover in different areas is going to be really important. And talking about like areas of improvement that um, I, I kind of want to go into this idea of like, where, where are some weaknesses too? I mean, I think it's important to be able to identify like where you're strong and where you're weak. And one of the things that I know that I need to work on beyond, um, beyond the narrowing side was also getting better at organization of data. And because I'm getting, I've gotten a lot better tracking data, but it, like being, having a clear data to show clients. And I've also learned a lot about just kind of the, the side of entrepreneurship. And if you, if you're ever interested in getting like angel investors or things like that, if you don't know your numbers, you are screwed, <laughs> like with those, especially with those. So you need to know, you have to have very key metrics on like your cost per acquisition for customers, lifetime value. Um, your, your revenue numbers, your, your margins. I mean, all that, all that needs to be very, very clear in uh, pretty much memorized. And so I've dove in, I dove in a bit more. I see, and again, I'm, I'm taking on probably too many things, but 
um, accounting, data, like all this stuff is 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 things that I, I still feel like I need to grow in. And that's, yeah. that's one of the, those are, those are probably the topics that I'm most focused on this year in terms of growth. Yeah. But beyond you know, the, the, beyond the narrow are, focused. <laughs> right. But the tools, the tools are there and it's getting like way easier to go over, you know, AI and analytics and just, you know, learning these things, it's getting far easier for people. So, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's a time right now, especially now that we're deep in Corona land. Uh, this is a good time to really reflect. And I, I've, I said this before in another show, which is one of the key things that I feel this is going to give people this, this whole time is the ability to really take a moment to step back and analyze your life and your lifestyle. If you're if you're in a position right now where you're freaking out because you're not able to pay rent because you're living paycheck to paycheck, that's something to look at. Like why why is that your life? You know, and especially I mean in America it's it's hard to not do that. That's just kind of the American way. But but is there needs to be a reset of some sort. And I think that this is a good opportunity for all of us to kind of take spiritual stock in, in where we are as a culture, as a person, how our relationships are, and really look at that. Because uh, one thing about humans is that we, you know, we adapt, we, we take things that are, are outrageous and we can live in them as if they're normal. And, and we will get through this, but on the other side of this, the world will never be the same. Our culture will never be the same. So, so what is the world that we're ready to create after this? I 100% agree. I mean, this is, we are entering a new realm of reality, right? I mean, like, it, it, we might enter a state of somewhat similar equilibrium, but the, we'll never go back to where we were, like, period. Right. There's gonna, so, we're, we're moving into a new kind of energy in the world. Yeah, and this is gonna this is gonna definitely transfer through to marketing. How marketing is done. I mean, I I think that uh, especially, in fact, uh, I, I mentioned this in our last episode. Uh, Mark Cuban said something really interesting, which is uh, businesses moving forward when this is all over and people have their heads a little clearer, they're gonna look back at how businesses were behaving during this time. Yeah, and and their ability to do business may rely on what is happening with how they're, how they're doing business. And this gets to long-term thinking, right? I mean, cause we're in the short run, if you do, you know, like Elon Musk right now is uh, using his factories to make ventilators and uh, that's not a profitable decision for him. Um, right. And then in the short run, it's a, it's not good for the shareholders. I mean, technically, but in the long run it is because in the long run, people are going to remember, especially if he's able to deliver on his promises, they're going to remember that, wow, this is, you know, he helped deliver ventilators and saved lives. Like he actually helped save human lives. People will remember that. And, uh, you know, like we're see, I'm just seeing this in the, in the stock market a lot. There's, there's a lot of um, companies that are cutting like benefits and uh, cutting the dividends they pay out. And cutting the, yeah. To, yeah. Today you sent me a, a link to a story bird yeah. scooter company. They, they, they had like, Hey, join us for a coronavirus update. And a Zoom. A Zoom here's call. a Zoom call with all the employees. With all the employees. And it was basically like, uh, you, first of all, you're fired. Second of all, you're fired. Second of all, you're fired. <laughs> first that? of all, and your then, computers have now been locked and you're out of access. Good day, sir. Yeah. So, I mean, <laughs> I, I mean, and, and the, you know, they took all the scooters off uh, the streets, but uh, I'm never going to ride that the, uh, bird scooter ever again. You know, I, I mean, 
that's just so crazy. They said it was within two minutes. Within two minutes, they had fired 422 people, I believe it was. Which I think that was the number. And um, and they had locked them out of their whatever access they had to the yeah. intranet, their company uh, access. Like, that's insane. <laughs> yeah, that's insane. And so, you know, things like like how how Facebook is doing business now, how some of these other companies are doing business uh, I, I think I think that that uh, people are going to really stop and look at like how how they were treated, how they're treating their employees during this stuff, and it's gonna you know it, it's gonna backfire on a lot of different companies. So uh, so if you're not doing business in a, in a way that's with integrity, uh, that's it for you. And if you, you have uh, if you especially if you have like recurring customers. Um... Are you reaching out to them and asking how they're doing? Like those kind of things right. too. Like, are you, um, because people do, they'll remember those too. They're going to remember things like that. I mean, uh, it depends, you know, and even if they're past customers, it doesn't hurt to kind of put out the good vibes because they're, if you want referrals in the future, sure, they'll get, they're going to remember who was there. And I, I did an interview yesterday with someone I was talking about, like when the chips are down, that's when you see who actually kind of shows up. And this is, you know, take coronavirus out of this. Like when, it, when people, when people are down in life, period normal mm -hmm. normal circumstances like your true friends show up when the chips are down and yeah so when they're down right now like who's showing up for them like and who's who's showing empathy uh at this time and and i think like like you said andros it just goes to that point that like people will remember you are you're setting yourself up for the future by I just caring right now just <laughs> gary vanderchuk says yeah. he, he wrote a whole he, he, he dedicated an entire chapter to one word care in one of his books. <laughs> that was it. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And so, so uh, yeah, so so learn right now, take stock, think about where you're at just in general with things. And uh, But in the meantime, uh, we want to give away this. And so uh, if you go to the marketinggeekspodcast.com, there will be a link for, uh, I think I'm going to put it on the top of the menu for LinkedIn Mastery Course. And uh, we'll hopefully have that up uh, well, you'll, soon. You'll be able then, to you'll be able to register for at least pre-access if it's not live at the moment. Yeah. But it, you'll you'll be able to put your email in there. You'll be on the list, and then as soon as we're as soon as we have it up, we will get you access to it right away. Yeah. And the thing with it, you only have thirty days to uh, to do the course, and then after that, it, the access is no longer. Uh, but this is something we're going to keep up. Also, we're going to allow you to uh, to do this. And we we you know LinkedIn is a powerful. Uh, tool for marketing for self-promotion uh it's my favorite platform so uh i thought facebook you know, was your favorite platform did you change your mind yeah <laughs> i did i did a little bit so uh, uh let's talk about a little bit uh just kind of highlight some of the uh we've had a lot of guests on the we show have, yeah. so uh what uh what, what are the ones that uh stick out uh, to you because the first like year we really didn't have any guests. Then we started. Yeah, we had like uh, we, maybe one, maybe. But yeah, <laughs> yeah, we had like one guest come in, like say, "Hey, you, I want to be on your show." And then uh, before we knew it, we were getting uh, requests like almost daily for guests. Yeah, and we which, we have, uh, I mean we have PR companies constantly reaching out to us, and and at this point we're just being fed guests. We don't have to do any recruiting. They're they're coming to us now, <laughs> so yeah. it's uh, it's pretty it's pretty incredible how that has happened in a pretty short amount of time. I mean, with this podcast, we're, we're approaching our two year anniversary. 
Uh, but we've been running this podcast for less than two years. I mean, that's the reality. Yeah. That's that's not that long. I mean, for us, it feels like a long time. It feels like we've been doing this for a while. But <laughs> and, and we've made some some top ten lists of like top ten podcasts that people are listening a to. A lot which of I, them. I'm, yeah, it's like yeah, like which I'm really ten lists. Yeah. So I've slowly been building the website. I build websites for a fucking living. And what, what am I doing? Like, like I, oh, we're getting that website up. So the website is is mostly up. Uh, so you can go there. And um, uh, but uh, and we bonus talk- points if you recognize the style of artwork. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> Uh, but, uh, we, we had some, uh, uh, you know, Kathy Hackey, who's an augmented reality mm. VR, uh, person. That was a great I, I got to reach out to her. We got to get her back. Yeah. Yeah. Episode, uh, that was episode 47. I met her uh, at social media marketing world. So I went to the event, social media marketing world, and she was one of the speakers there and I approached her directly afterwards. I'm like, I have a podcast. Would you be interested? And she said, yes. And that's how we got her on the show. So that was one oh, of the ones wow. that was before she was not one that came to us. That was when I just. I just went up to her at the event and asked, and she said yes. Oh, well, that's cool. Uh, we had John Lee Dumas on. Yeah, and he's a big uh, deal. <laughs> yeah, 48. Was that the one where I came in, like, super late? And, yeah, that was uh, the one where you came in super late. And, uh, oh, and he's, like, he's like, Andros, why don't you mute yourself, buddy? <laughs> yeah, that was just so embarrassing, man. The uh, trains were late, and I came rushing in, and I was, like, trying to get things going. And then my microphone, uh, that, was, that was super embarrassing. Like, one of the biggest guests we have, and we sounded like amateur night. It was, it was terrible. It was still, that was one of our uh, early guests, too, though. Yeah. And we also had, we had Dave Gerhardt on one of our, our, our early ones and he, is, um, he just changed companies, but he was very interesting. He's got like, he's got a dynamic background. He's been a speaker at traffic and conversions and, um, that's, he's an interesting dude. So we, I, yeah. I enjoyed the conversation with him. Uh, the other Orrin Claff, like I really, cause I, I owned pitch anything, the book for quite a while. Uh-huh. And so when we, and he was brought to us by one of the PR companies, but when I saw that he was on the on the list, I got excited. And he's intense, man. That's an intense dude. But he got, yeah. he had he offers a lot of value. And the guy um, the guy understands sales. He understands psychology. I, I really that was a fun interview for me. Yeah, that w- that was fun. Uh, one of my favorites was Angie Gensler, who oh, yeah. is the Pinterest uh, expert. She really opened my eyes on how that was uh, episode fifty five. Uh, how you can uh, leverage Pinterest for your own, uh, you know, to make money to, for self-promotion in a way that I never thought possible. Uh, she's like a Pinterest expert, really. Uh, that was a great, uh, a great show. Um, and then we had, uh, 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 oh God, who else? Don, oh, Dan Locke. Oh, yeah, Dan Locke uh, yeah. 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 Who, who, uh, came on the show and he had, uh, when he came on, he, we, we did the, the, the podcast via zoom and he had these two Iron Man uh, uh, replicas behind him. And it just really, he was just standing there with the two Iron Man's behind him. It really gave him this Tony Stark sort of look, but it also, it, it was like a very like power position sort of thing. And I, uh, I, I really like, he was fun. He was like a, a, a lot. Of fun. Yeah. I, I enjoyed him and he, um, and he had some interesting stories to share on that episode. That was a really good episode. Uh, and then Pat Flynn was among, among one of our other bigger names in the industry, especially in podcasting. Mm-hmm. I mean, that guy, him and John Lee Dumas are both like two of the top podcasters in my mind in the industry. And they were both featured in Gary Vaynerchuk's Crushing It book, um, which uh, they have their own chapters dedicated to them, which I think is pretty cool. Uh, but Pat Flynn, that's an interesting story because uh, the reason we got him on was we recorded an episode and I, I had mentioned during the episode that I grew up in Novato, California. 
And somebody who listened happened to work for social media, um, social media examiner who runs social media marketing world. And they, they reached out to me like, Hey, I grew up in Nevada. We ended up, we went to the same high school, Kristen Bush, who we actually had on the show, by the way, yeah. and we kind of shared the story. But when I went to the event, she actually uh, introduced me to Pat Flynn. And oh. that, that's how I got kind of that introduction. And then I just kept following up until we were able to book that interview. Um, because he said, he said he would do it on the spot. And then uh, I kept following up until it actually happened. <laughs> uh, we had Zachary Badcock, uh, Bad, Babcock on who yep. uh, he, he uh, has a, uh, a business uh, called uh, Underdog Empowerment. Uh, Underdog Empowerment uh, spent. Uh, we're about to. We recorded an episode on his show that I think is about to drop in the at least by May. It'll be dropped by May, I think he said. So watch watch out for our marketing geeks episode on Underdog Empowerment. Yeah, that was uh, that was a cool because we talked about the prison system and uh, you know how you turn your life around. Once I like you, that dude though, he's you know. a hustler. Like I, I um, yeah, he's he like he's really the guy is focused. He's uh, he's just he's going to, he's going to go places and he already is going places. If you followed him, like his trajectory has just been skyrocketing. So I, I think, um, yeah, he's somebody to watch. Zachary Batman. Yeah. Hella cool dude too. I really, I really liked, yeah. uh, I really liked him. He was a, he was, he was just a neat guy. Yeah. And he had us on our show and he was very, uh, uh, very cool. Uh, one of the, one of the more, uh, interesting, uh, interviews I, I feel was, uh, Phillips, uh, Stutz. Oh yeah. Yeah. Phillips uh, Stutz. I really, I, I love that interview. Cause yeah, it, was so fascinating. it was funny because watching your dynamic, but you were so cordial. It was, it was good. Yeah. There was a, there was many times I wanted to, to just like, be like, what the fuck are you talking about? But, uh, <laughs> uh, but it also, it was like, it was like crazy to see like just how, what level of like surveillance is out there. And it, it almost like, I mean, the data that they're getting now, they can go back. What was it like two years to your geolocation? Like they can, they can oh, track God. your coordinates back two years and be like, Hey, this they is- were in this room two years ago. I'm yeah. Based on that. Episode 91. This is, yeah. Basically he could say he could, he had the ability to go back and say, Oh, in Las Vegas at this hotel, there was an event that happened yeah. that had these people in it. So I'm going to market to them. I mean, that is crazy. Well, and then uh, and then he was able to because he had Hulu data, so he was able to go and say like, if you watch this news segment where they attacked a politician, we can then target ads to offer our rebuttal to that argument. <laughs> like, yeah, that was, that's like that's it's so fascinating at like how deep that level of marketing goes. It was, yeah, it was I just I just wish I just wish he wasn't working for, for <laughs> uh, people who I thought were evil. That was that was the only thing. Uh, but he he also was saying that uh, the Cam- like Cambridge Analytica like those guys didn't know anything and they're getting way too much credit and who who's uh, the guy that he mentioned that runs Trump's campaign now? Um, the, he's- oh yeah, that uh, that gargoyle, uh, <laughs> Brad Parscale. Brad I, Parscale. I would like to have him on the show. We need Brad Parscale. Hey, Brad Parscale. Yeah, if you're listening, and- Brad Par- Parscale or however you say your name, we want you on the show. Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> definitely. I would definitely love to have him. Uh, and then, uh, just, uh, you know, we, we'll be, we I want to mention one more, uh, Alex Berman. I remember he was the cold email marketing guy. He was one of the early guests too. I had not heard of him at the, when he came on the show, but, uh, he very much impressed me because he was talking about emailing companies like McDonald's and landing deals like off of cold email. So if, if you're interested, if you're like B2B, um, go back and listen to that. And he's got a YouTube channel and I've started kind of following him more and more. And he's, I've, I've just seen his company grow tremendously. And, and so he's an impressive, impressive guy and he's super young or, he, or at least he looks super young. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. yeah but, there, but he's good. A, he's good too. 
And the, actually, the last episode, I really liked Travis Chambers. Just as a, oh, yeah, like, yeah. He, he was really he, he, he was the last episode that we dropped. Really fun, fun dude. And he was just very sweet. And, uh, you know, he talked about how he had a video that went kind of viral and he used that to leverage himself into other positions. Now, the one thing at the end of the day, the one thing that I noticed about all of our guests, especially the most successful ones, is they had one thing in common. And that was they hustled and they really went out and leveraged every opportunity. And when they didn't have an opportunity, they picked up the phone and made phone calls. In fact, you and I, uh, we did this. Yeah. Uh, we there was a there was a moment, and this is right after I had uh, my son Khalil. Uh, he we had no money. Neither one of us. We were both like flat broke. This is right around when we did the uh, uh, the fantastic uh, review of Taco Bell. <laughs> yeah. Right. Well, I think we watched Passengers, the movie, like the same night. Yeah. We did a video on that one too. <laughs> yeah. And so, so, you know, we were making content, but we were also like, dude, we got to bring in some money. What are we going to do? And so you and I just like, we woke up in the morning, I came over to your house and we just made calls. We made calls until we landed a client. And, uh, uh that don't, that guy ended up only paying us half and never like paid for the rest of his website, but oh, it didn't yeah. matter. We got, you know, was that, that the one that where we movie, made? Was that the one? I can't remember who we landed, but was that, it wasn't the one where we um, made the greatest video ever that never saw the light of day, was it? Oh no, no, no. <laughs> that, that was a different, different. Yeah, one. Was, yeah, yeah. That was that was a great story. Uh, that that story uh, about the same time. He, uh, Justin, and I. We had to block out the a, logo and just release that video. Just block out his logo. <laughs> oh, it was it was so funny because we, we he he showed us like a video for a a a. Um, a, a product that he had right yeah it was, a, it was a car thing and we uh we saw the video that he had and it it was it was uh, a recreation of oj on the low speed chase and it was kind of a slightly racist too and we were like "Ooh, don't don't please don't release this at all but we thought you know he's got kind of a funny sense of humor so and he gave us creative I, freedom he gave us some creative freedom yeah he <laughs> says do whatever you want i trust you guys and we're like really okay so we actually made something that we felt was pretty funny uh, and we loved it we had we had a good time doing it we put it together and we thought oh this guy's gonna love this not only did he uh and he gave us a down payment right? Which, which was to start the work. Uh, not only did he say, don't ever release this. He wanted all of his money back. And we're like, no, you know, we, 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 you paid us, you know, if you don't like it, you don't have to pay us the rest. But, uh, uh, but it, it, it was just an interesting moment in time because it was like, I had no money and I really, I had to hustle and hustle and hustle. We picked up the phone. We made a bunch of calls until we made money. And this is the thing that I really love about being an entrepreneur where it changes the conversation from, I need to find a job and I, my money coming in is dependent on some other person to there is money out there. It's sitting on a table and I just got to go out and find out where the money is and grab it. And, and, and it's more proactive. Uh, so I, I think that, that that's been the biggest lesson for me in all of this is that, you know, if we, if you and I uh, focused even more, I think we can build the empire, but I'm, I, I think I'm also like too lazy. <laughs> the, the other thing um, that I've had conversations with recently is this idea of persistence and sticking through um, no matter what happens, no matter the adversity, like continuing the path. And that's why it's also important that you love what you do, because if you don't yeah. love what you do, it's really hard to continue when there's adversity that presented to you. Um, I, I, there's been a few times in my business where I thought about giving up and going back to corporate America and, you know, applying for a job. 
because it, it was, I didn't have, I didn't know what was coming next. I didn't really have prospects that were promising at the moment. And yeah. I just wasn't feeling confident and, and uh, you know, but I, I just kept going. I just kept doing the next right thing in my mind. Like what, what's the next thing I can do that's going to set me up for future success. And things fell into place. It, it was, it was kind of crazy because a lot of them are like pretty random and like, I don't know the, if it was just divine timing or what, but, but things just started falling into place. And, and it was, uh, and eventually like some of the, like I'd land a contract that would, you know, pay the bills. I wouldn't necessarily make a ton of money, but I would pay the bills and keep me afloat. And then I would just keep going and going and keep grinding it out. And eventually I've kind of come out where I'm actually profitable now and, and yeah. like on track to have my best year, even, even last month, um, I had a very successful month in spite of what's going on because I'm able to offer certain value that, um, is necessary for virtual businesses. Yeah. And that's, that's part of the fact that you do this continued learning, right? So, so, and, and so this all ties back into each other. So it's like, it's about, you know, keeping going, having faith and, and look, I know that there's probably one of our seven listeners listening to this right now who are like, well, fuck, I'm not getting any clients. I don't know what to do. Yeah. It's like, well, if, if the doors are closing, then you're not supposed to be where you're at. Right. And that's the one thing that I learned is that if if you're going in a direction and you're trying to bust through something that is not working, you, somewhere there's an open door, somewhere there's some energy that is is like, this is a yes, right? The universe is continuously giving you signs and you just got to pay attention to that. And if you walk through there, you're going to have a breakthrough. There's no way you're not. Yeah. And I just say, it, it's amazing how again, how things open up when you, when you dedicate to a certain purpose and you, and you lay out like an actual goal and outcome. I mean, my experience, it's been, it's, it's almost, you're getting into the metaphysical at times. It feels like, because I just don't know how things work out, but they work out a lot of times in my life. And yeah. uh, I mean, I've shared, uh, I'm just going to go brief on, on my story here, but I mean, like when I was in my car accident and um, my car rolled upside down underwater and I got knocked unconscious, almost drowned. Um, I would, while I was upside down underwater, almost dying, I would have, I would have died in that car, except somebody witnessed it and actually jumped in after me and pulled me out of the vehicle. So I was actually pulled out of the vehicle. Um, and there was a off duty, I can't remember if it was off duty lifeguard or off duty fire person that helped to do CPR. And like all these things happened to like, keep me alive. Um, and I happened to, I happened, the accident happened to be within like a certain mile range of one of the best hospitals in the world. There was a, uh, I, I needed to be in something called a rotoprone bed, which they only have a few of them in the country. And they had one at this facility and I cleared it by like an inch because I'm six foot five and like I barely fit in there. So it was like just crazy, just how many things had to happen and they all fit into place. So, well, well, like, like we've, like, like we've said many times, I've really believed that, that there, there, the reality split there, there was a, uh, that's right. Uh, that's one that's version of right reality before Trump you got elected, right before all, like, right before all the wildfires, right before, uh, coronavirus, you know? <laughs> right. So, so in, in the reality in which you died, everything is normal. You lived in this reality, <laughs> but the, uh, but, but unfortunately Trump is president and we have coronavirus. Uh, we nearly had world war three. It's, you know, but well, I got to, well, I got time, to be, I think. <laughs> yeah. But, but I'm, I'm with my lovely wife, Iris, who uh, ended up being a, a fantastic producer on the show. She's actually uh, she's here now and, and she's the one who keeps the show 
kind of going because honestly, if it weren't for you, my love, we, we would, <laughs> we need, we, we need her organizational brain because we don't function that way. <laughs> yeah. That's, 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 that's cool because you're creative and, uh, well, uh, and well, at least honor more like, <laughs> well, you, too, you are too. And, and I have to, uh, uh, admit, like he already said it, but you're an amazing writer and I always, am. Like super impressed by the way you do the show notes, by the way you present the guests, and uh, that's that's a power. That's a superpower. Um, yes, and I'm already in the show since a year and a half now. I think uh, I was in episode twelve. That was in the very very really very, yes, right. in the very well, we, we beginning. How do we not mention that, Andreas? You didn't mention that as a top guest. That's a that's oh, points off. Points off, oh, Andreas. Okay, I'm gone. I'm gone. <laughs> <laughs> right. Iris, Iris was one of our first guests ever. Yeah, I totally forgot yeah, about that. Yeah, that was that was uh, uh, right after you uh, moved in here. Yeah. And uh, when I was working uh, as an HR director. That's right. That's we were part talking. of the agreement Actually, that we she got talking. she got a guest appearance on Marketing Geeks if you moved in. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, well, and if we if we look back a little bit further uh, than uh, than that, I was your first sponsor. And right. I, I got. I was all. I was like celebrating yeah. the first. Uh, the first five dollar donor you were. That's right. Yeah, <laughs> that's yeah. right. And, then, and, then, and I still am. <laughs> and then I, I watched him slowly die inside. He's like, wait a minute, wait a minute, Iris. Wait, you know is her? That Iris that you're living with? I'm like, yeah. Oh. Yeah. But we shortly yeah, after that got funny, more. Funny. So we, we shortly after that got more. And I'm like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That that's cool. And uh, and I and I still I still I didn't cancel it, so I'm paying my own salary. <laughs> 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 I yay, I got five dollar per episode. Wow. <laughs> that's the best job I ever had. Uh well, at least the most fun uh, job so far. So uh, yeah, congratulations, guy! Thanks. It's, well, it's congratulations amazing. to you too. Thank oh, you for thank you. for helping us out. Uh, and and uh, actually, we're we at some point uh, we are going to do an expanded LinkedIn training. And uh, Iris, who her her most of her experiences with HR, is going to do a whole uh, a whole module on what HR people are looking for when you apply via LinkedIn. Which yes, is I will. Yes. yes, that's very valuable uh, adjunct to what we're offering in the course. So it's going to be really cool to have that added in as well. Yes. So, so what 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 do you think we can improve? Uh, if you were to say, like, give us feedback as a as an HR coach, yeah, on the show, uh, yeah, right now, like, what, what what kind of feedback would you give us? Can, can we do Can we do a second episode? <laughs> Do you have a minute? No, no kidding. I, I say it all the time. I'm super proud of you guys. And you are both too modest to acknowledge how good you are. The dynamic between the two of you is amazing. The the You're both great, uh, great interviewers. Um, it is not for nothing that we have this amazing guest on the show because people... Uh, like to be on the show uh, because they most of them immediately after the show uh, respond to me and like, oh, this has been the best interview, interview ever. Or wow, what an amazing interview. And it was so open. You're not afraid to bring any subject up. Sometimes I'm a little bit almost like, oh, don't go there too much. I mean, I'm 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 here too. Uh, but uh, it's it's great to be open and uh 
uh, yeah, and then the 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 the, opposite, the other side is we learn a lot of, uh, from our guests. Yeah. So it's not the, just like promotion, not at all. It is you dive deep in 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 uh, also the personal life of uh, our guests and uh, uh, one my small thing and 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 I can do something about that too. Maybe we need a little bit more women on the show. The, yeah. more, the more men than women. We had Tiffany Bofa uh, a few episodes ago. Oh, that she, was a great episode. She was great. She has a good, solid story. I, I really liked her. You already mentioned Angie. Uh, very much in the beginning, we had Donna Tard. Uh, we, uh, oh, Donna my Tard, buddy Josh Tickell. Uh, godfather to my yeah. child. He was, he was the director of Fuel. Yeah. yeah, but not a woman. <laughs> yeah, but we should, we should get, we should get uh, Rebecca on too. Yeah, his, his wife. wife. Yeah. But you're right, we should. And, and I, think, I think what I want to do, because we've been very passive about our guests. They just kind of like, hey, can I be on the show? But I'd love to reach out and get like some, some, some tar- really... Targeted people that uh, you like targeted guests. Kind of like, well, who yeah. you? Yeah. yeah. Oprah, Oprah Winfrey. Oprah would be fantastic. <laughs> want to find out what she smells like. So uh, no. I, no, I think that's good feedback. I, I, I like having women on the show and I, I do. I agree with you. We don't have enough. Yeah. And sure. uh, the the balance is good. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. again, congratulations. And uh, thank you. So far, it's been an amazing journey. And one interesting episode, of course, was the inter- uh, episode where Justin interviewed you about your and our crazy story oh, yeah. so far. That was super, for me, super special episode. Uh, that was, uh, we, yeah. we, it was right, uh, it was exactly a year ago, uh, right when my mother died and yeah. uh, talking about how you and I met and yeah. uh, the, the crazy, the crazy, that was a, man, last year, well, this year too, I got to say. Uh, <laughs> every year. <laughs> every year is weird, yeah. I, I, every time we yeah. say, like, like a few weeks ago, we were like, Oh, it would be nice if, if, if like really nothing happens in the coming coming yeah. months. Bang, Corona. Well, I, and I was yeah. saying, I was saying like, wow, twenty twenty is going really fast, and then, and then yeah. now it feels like it's dragging on. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, it's yeah. Been, it's been a long ass decade. You know what's really funny is I one of the things I, I've been doing is learning Dutch, and uh, I've been using this app called Drops, and they had a ninety day challenge, and the ninety day challenge started the first of the year, and it just ended. And I'm like, 90 days. And in that time, we nearly had World War III. We had uh, coronavirus. We had, uh, like, you know, what else? Like, there's just, it's just been. Coronavirus you know, was coming even more crazy because I like I went to a three-day event or it ended up being four-day event. But yeah. but when I went there, the world was one way. And when I came out, it was like a whole new world. <laughs> it was like, yeah, 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 exactly. It was right after that. Yeah. It, it, crazy. South by Southwest had been canceled like the day before I went there. That was the, so that was, that was big. But then while I was there, then it was like the NBA got canceled. Then like all the sports leagues got canceled and then like mm-hmm. businesses started shutting down and then the stock market tanked while I was there. It was, yeah. Everything fell apart. Crazy. Yeah. Well, you know what? It's been an interesting uh, year, almost two-year journey doing the Marketing Geeks, and I am definitely looking forward to, as the show evolves, uh, you know, who knows? By the time like we do another two years, uh, we may be just brains in jars <laughs> and downloading our consciousness. The other episode that we didn't uh, – some of the solo ones we didn't talk about, like the Fire Festival one was a popular episode – I, I really enjoyed that episode. I think a lot of people did. Now we got to get we got to get that guy on the show when he gets out of prison or from prison. We just got to get him on from prison. I think it's because of your copy. What, what was the episode called? Marketing to psychopaths or something? Oh yeah, marketing to psychopaths. Yeah, something like that. It was Brilliant. fire festival marketing to and how to communicate with psychopaths. I don't know. I, forget, I gotta forget. Yeah. 
Anyway, but most of all, I want to thank uh, our seven listeners who are yes. just awesome. And every once in a while, they ping us on LinkedIn. And uh, man, I am so grateful to people who listen to the show and actually like it. Yeah. And uh, there's, there's, there's one other thing that was really remarkable and fun. That was the guy that listened to all the shows in one row. Like yeah. 11, 11 oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was super we, funny. We, we brought him on this guest because <laughs> yeah. he listened to the show for 11 hours. Yeah. And I'm like, what yeah. the hell? He's I a don't prof- do any- he was a professor in South Carolina, I think. And yeah. He, yeah. Drove, yeah, he drove like across to, uh, I don't remember, uh, uh, to a different yeah. state. And he so listened to cool. 11, or, yeah, 11 hours straight, he said. And yeah, and I, it's like, are you crazy? I wouldn't do anything that feels good for 11 hours. <laughs> well, that and, uh, of course, a big thank you to all the journalists that gave us our ra- ranking. Yeah. And we definitely made a lot of rankings uh, yeah. the last six months, at least, I think. And uh, that's awesome. I mean, yeah, that's nice exposure that we're people still, give We're still us. waiting on calls from Forbes and some of those big magazines. Today. We're, yeah, we're, we're, yeah. We're on standby. We're waiting for you to call us. <laughs> <laughs> well, again, uh, thank you everybody for listening to the show. Thank you, Iris, for being such an awesome yeah. uh, partner it's, and producer. It's, it's and, a pleasure. And really. you're and you're you're actually developing your own podcast now because I you're am. so inspired. Yeah. Yes, I am. I'm working on my own. Does podcast. it have a title? I, I think you might have told me, but I can remember. Yeah, the, the Metamorphosis, That's right. and yeah, uh, I already uh, recorded two. Um, but and but yes and but um i'm i'm pacing it a little bit because uh the people i interviewed are yeah really busy with other stuff at the moment being quarantined being quarantined <laughs> and uh so uh well, what, what is take... the theme of the show like the interviews is that are you meta you say metamorphosis so it's just like that you're focused on their stories from like how they yeah. went from yeah one personal yeah. stories but people have no well, you've you've been a bit through a big uh metamorphosis justin mm-hmm. so uh that, that kind of stories personal stories where people after uh, some life events, change things in their life, in their jobs, um, and maybe go through uh, several metamorphoses. That's one. Um, so yeah, I'm working on it. It's it's uh, it's it's fun, but I have to pace it at the moment. Yeah, 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 definitely. Well, uh, you're uh, you're an amazing person, Iris, and I'm happy that I married you. And if I wasn't married to you, I'd marry you. Uh, I'd ask you to marry me again. Likewise. So, there you go, Justin. I I wouldn't marry you, but because uh, you're already married, unfortunately. Uh, but you know, I'd make out with you. Oh, good. Sure. Thank you. Yeah. Why not? It means a lot. Uh, yeah. But. Uh, <laughs> Thanks. Thanks for being like, uh, and I just want to shout out to you also, like, honestly, you're, you're a good friend, great co-host, man. I, I love the, you know, when I'm going out into talking about <laughs> into space, into space or and aliens, aliens or some, you know, spiritual awakening, yeah. you're the one who's like, I want to talk to you again about your marketing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm very happy with that too. <laughs> like, cause if it weren't for you, man, uh, the show would just be off the rails. So thank you so much for pulling me back. That's I good though. Cause some, some of those, cause you open up, you open up conversational doorways that I wouldn't go down, but then they, they often go to interesting places. So. Yeah, 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 so. Well, that's, that's exactly what I mean. Your dynamic is, is gold. Yeah. 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 And uh, uh, I guess I feel the same way. So let's, uh, what do you say we keep it up and uh, do another hundred episodes? Yeah. Let's do it. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Uh, And with that, anything you want to leave us with, Iris? No, I'm super fine. You feel complete? Yeah. Justin, you feel complete? Feel complete. All right. Well, uh, I love you all. Stay safe, uh, stay healthy, 
and uh, you know, be brave, everybody, because this is a time to connect and 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 really uh, be be like connecting with other people. And uh, we're all going to get through this. And stay classy. Of course, <laughs> always stay classy. <laughs> marketing geeks, come on, bring your friends. We'll learn marketing from distant lands. Understood, and just one back. The fun will never end. It's marketing geeks. Marketing geeks.